Levi! Joshua leaned in the open door of Levi's house and looked across the small eating room, the table where a lone plate holding remnants of the last meal still sat, drying in the summer heat. He called out his brother's name again. He heard something move inside, beyond the whitewashed wall holding shelves where more plates and cups and bowls were stacked neatly, the wall that separated the rest of the house. The sound had been far too light to belong to Levi. Hannah? Levi is not here. Hannah's voice, barely audible, came from the other room, but she did not appear. It was just as well. How could he face his brother with Hannah's gentle face fresh on his memory, her soft hair the color of the sand by the river, her eyes the rare green of spring leaves? She was all softness and delicacy, the top of her head coming no higher than his shoulder. She was not his wife. An honorable man would not notice such things about a woman not his wife. Another sound came, a soft squeak in Hannah's voice, a wince put to sound, a wet sniff followed by, was that a gasp? Hannah, is all well? He fought down the urge to step inside. He would be an honorable man. God had given him the strength so far. He would just have to redouble his prayers. You came quickly, Levi spoke from behind. Joshua spun around, hoping his guilt was not visible. A swath of dark hair fell across his eyes, and he pushed it back, a perfect excuse to cover his face for a brief instant. I heard a sound from Hannah. I thought something might be wrong. Levi scowled at him. How awful it would be if his brother had seen and guessed. She is my responsibility. You need not worry about her. Despite his efforts, Joshua could not help the glance at the open door. Did you want to go look in on her? I can wait. No. Levi added nothing more, just turned away from the door, his mouth lifted on one corner as he looked at the rope slung over Joshua's shoulder and the wide leather strap crossing his chest, a brace for the heavy tools hanging down his back, tucked in the broad loops. You are well equipped. Joshua shrugged his shoulders and felt the weight of the tools shift. A wooden handle brushed his spine. Levi's request had come at a bad time, to walk all this way and sacrifice a day of his own work. But a debt was a debt. Your slave said you needed some help. I brought whatever might be useful. His own work would have to be done again from the beginning, for the metal had hardened before it could be properly refined and poured into the mold. But his brother gave him few chances to balance the scales. If Levi were to ask for a month of hard labor, it would not begin to equal repayment. So he would work today, and he would not complain. How long would it be before he no longer felt the weight of the gift his brother had given him? Feeling as he did himself about the farm— how the worry pressed in daily. It was hard to understand how his brother could live there and be content. Good. I have some tools of my own waiting. Plan to work hard. Levi grasped Joshua's arm in belated welcome and turned toward the woods, walking off with his large strides. Joshua watched his brother for a moment as Levi's long steps ate up the ground and had to brace himself for a day working on the land. 
how blessed he was at his end, the better end of their bargain. He had escaped the chains of their land and gone on to another life, where every day brought challenges to his skill. Levi had never complained, and Joshua knew the land was good. He had seen the loads coming in on Levi's donkeys and Levi's wagons, the yield from the barley harvest, the wheat harvest, the olives, the fruits. But to be tied to the land, a prisoner of the rains, controlled by the seasons and the sun, 